And welcome back, Grief Nation listeners. Today I have that smoke for you. It's Lakia L.B. Brandenburg. She is CEO of Perfectly Imperfect Publishing Company, LLC, an indie book publishing boutique that specializes in custom book cover, interior design, and book editing. After writing and self-publishing her own two marriage-related books, L.B. discovered the freedom and fast-track success that happens when you simply get your book done. Your book will get you booked. As a former classroom teacher, L.B.'s books have paved her entrepreneurial path, getting her book for speaking and MC engagements, like being the official MC for Workplace Slay Weekend, creating her platform as at the wife coach and her signature online masterclasses appearing on different media outlets and featured in work mag black bribe magazine huffington post and rolling out lb has contributed to countless book projects including those of today's most recognizable serial entrepreneurs like david shans networking no knows Arnita Hill, Luxurious Credit Guide and Get the Business, and Coriel Work 101, Get Your Life Together Collection. Lakia, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, Miami. Oh, you're so welcome. So what's going on with you? What's up? <laughs> Everything is up. <laughs> well, Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> no, I am super excited. Let me just, again, thank you. Title is everything. Writing is therapeutic. Um, and it's funny because that's I started writing I guess in my teenage years uh, with journaling. Um, and that's exactly where that idea of it being therapeutic came from. I was just journaling things down and just realizing that I was healing myself from things that I didn't even know I was facing. And just to know that that carried me on to where I am today as a publisher, as a, an, a book editor, as a book coach, you know, just helping others to find their voice through writing. I just think this is an awesome to- topic and I'm just excited to get into it. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you're here. So uh, tell us about your entrepreneurship journey and just how you started. Absolutely. So 2010, I got to take you back. Okay. Back. Okay. Back in the time. Now, 2010, <laughs> I did something that a lot of people do, and I'm sure you have too, Miami. I created a vision board. Have you created a vision board before? Oh, yes, ma'am. Bless you. Okay. Mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. So I created my very first uh, vision board and that was really, uh, it was a pivotal moment for me because I realized that God has been telling me this whole time to write the vision, make it plain. I've been reading about it, but when mm-hmm. I really created that vision board, that's when I started seeing the possibilities. That's when I started visualizing and dreaming and, and believing. And at that time, I was really wanting to write a book. Mm-hmm. I wanted to share with my, my girls. I wanted to share with women yes. that you know what? this whole thing about marriage, like it isn't all bad. Like there are some great things in marriage. And if you know, you really understand what it takes to be a wife. And if he understands what it takes to be a husband, y'all can create your own version or, or uh, 
your own example of a happily ever after story. Absolutely. So that's where it really started with that vision board because from that moment on, I used that vision board to not only write my book, it started my publishing company and it opened up so many other doors that now wow. almost nine years later, I'm reflecting and I did that today um, on Instagram and in my Insta stories, just reflecting on the journey and realizing like, wow, those magazine clippings are manifesting one at a time. Like those yes. words of affirmation, I'm yes. really walking those things out. So it really started with a vision. The whole journey started with the vision. And yes. today I can honestly say that, no, everything hasn't manifested, but I definitely can see God's hand um, in this, this journey so far. Oh, wow. That was so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. So tell me, um, what are the benefits of writing your own memoir, you think? Okay, so the memoir, of course, is about you, your life story. Not, not an autobiography. Let's not confuse those. Um, normally, it's something that happened in your life that you want to really highlight or mm -hmm. something that has helped you to become a better person or some specific event um, with you growing up that you want to share with the world. And for me, it was about me understanding who I was um, as Lakia Brandenburg, first and yes. foremost. Yes. Um, who did God say I was? That was first and foremost. Um, and it took me back to how I was raised. I mean, mm -hmm. I had to really do some reflection and sit back and say, okay, my parents were my first example of marriage. Um, mm -hmm. This is what they showed me. It was a lot of arguing, a lot of cussing and fussing, a lot yeah. of mental and physical abuse. Mm -hmm. So that helped me to realize why I was uh, subconsciously um, didn't realize it, but I was attracting people who were similar to my father. Yeah. And even though they weren't physically abusive, they were mentally abusive or emotionally abusive on my desire to want to be loved. Yes. So I, I think it was important for me to first understand what it was or what that event was in my life that really helped me to define, okay, this is who you are. This is what you desire. Now, these are the steps that you need to take in order to become the woman, the wife that you say you want to be. So I think it's important that if your story, because a lot of times we all, you know, everybody has a story to tell, Miami. Everybody. Yes. Uh -huh. But there has to be something significant about your life. And, mm -hmm. and there's significance in your life. But identifying what that significance is, that's going to help the next person in their own journey. Is it going to inspire them? Is it going to persuade them? Is it going to entertain them? What mm -hmm. is it about that event? And for me, it was me understanding that my marriage didn't have to be my parents. Yes. I didn't have to have that. So no. when I realized that, I wanted to share that with other women. Wow. Wow. And tell us the name of your book. Oh, so the first book is Picture Perfect. He's not yes. perfect. I'm not perfect. But together, we're picture perfect. That is so beautiful. Oh, I love it. Thank you. So tell me, when um, during your process of writing your, your book and going on, you know, going through your journey, what were some of the things that you felt that was holding you back from, you know, moving forward in the writing process? Because I know just for myself, I understand that there's your work, you're allowing God to work with you and work on you and to do all those things. But what were some things that were still kind of, you know, holding you back from, you know, to stop the procrastination? Oh, that's good. Because everybody hits that moment. Yeah. in the writing journey. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was the old voices um, that was telling me that I wasn't a good writer. Okay. Um, the voices that I had to silence. I actually moved to Atlanta. I was working for 
um, a magazine um, company here, mm -hmm. um, as well as freelancing, and was just told some very had some very negative experiences. Told that I wasn't a good writer. Told that I wasn't a good editor. All these different things, and so I carried that on with me when it was time for me to write that book. Okay. But that day that I really sat down and created that vision board. It was now me looking at, okay, let's speak the possibilities into existence, not what people said. Let's yeah. look at, okay, you know, I am a great writer. I am a successful um, author. Uh, my book is helping women. And so when I started speaking those things into existence, that's when those voices started to be silenced. That's when I started shifting my mindset. So for me, it was silencing the whole idea that I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, my vision board gave me motivation. Mm -hmm. So at that moment, when I, anytime I looked at my vision board, I was reminded of the book that I was writing. I was reminded of the women that I was going to help, the life that was connected yes, to yes. this book. So uh -huh. procrastination didn't happen. I, at the moment I, I wrote, oh, let's see, I created my vision board in 2010, the summer of 2010. My mm -hmm. first book was released the following summer. Yes. So Ooh. there was no procrastination at that moment until I started really understanding that this is life or death. Like I had mm -hmm. to start looking at my life like that. Like either I'm going to be held captive to the life that I feel is not necessarily my own. You know, uh -huh. my mother, my mother and my parents, you know, they paved the way. You go to yeah. school, mm -hmm. you, you get a good education, you get mm -hmm. your good government job, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. That kind of thing. Yeah. But when I realized there was more for me to do, yeah. that's when that vision board became that motivation. It became a mirror of the wow. things that I wanted to see in my life. So procrastination really went away because I started speaking the things I wanted into existence. All right. Now you you better preach that. Hey. Okay, that's a word for somebody. Exactly, just what she said. That's, I mean, all of it was a whole. Mm. Y'all better, y'all better eat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I want my, I want um, Lakia to be able to tell you the process of um, some of the basic processes that you go through um, being an editor. Can you tell us about those or talk to us about that? Of course. So the thing about it, before becoming an editor, I, I, I'm a writer first, you know, okay. and mm -hmm. just being able to have an idea. I think, you know, you, with, with the whole process of editing, let's start with writing. You have an idea that you want to write a book, whether it's yeah. a memoir, a self-help book, a fiction, realistic fiction, whatever it is, you want to write a book. And so you have to organize your ideas mm -hmm. um, and, and how you organize them. You're brainstorming. You're you're really figuring out, OK, what is it that I want to talk about? Like and why do I want to talk about it? You know, right. and I know you, you want to probably go into deeper as to why um, people actually write books. And that's important. You need mm -hmm. to do that preliminary that preliminary step before you even delve into writing an actual book. Why yeah. are you writing this book? Defining your why, getting crystal clear, because right now writing books are trendy. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are writing books, but they have no purpose other than I want to write a book. Okay, I right. see that's what everybody doing. Let me write a book. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more in Miami. You know this. There's yeah. so much more to just writing a book. Yes. Um, so once you have identified what your topic is, you've written um, your actual first draft, um, you're not ready for an editor yet. Mm -hmm. Even after, you know, I love saying, you know, your first draft is never your final draft. Because when people come to me, they're like, hey, I finished writing my book. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is your final draft? And they're like, yeah. And then I get it. And I'm like, it's so raw and so, you know, uncut and so unpolished. And it's okay because that's the process. Miami, sound familiar? And, and, and that's the process. <laughs> that's the process. And so the first thing you have to do is be your, your own editor. Yeah. And even if you don't have the best grammar, I hear every excuse. And I know. But mm -hmm. read the book for yourself and see if somebody want to read it. 
Yeah. Let's let's go there first. Yeah. And and yes, you hire an editor to help clean it up and, and to make it, you know, uh, publishing uh, to reach publishing standards or to meet publishing standards rather. But yeah. you want to go through and do your own preliminary editing, your first round of edits. Let me just yeah. go find the basics. Do I have a period at the end of the sentence? Do right. I have capital letter? You know, those basic grammar mm -hmm. skills, all of us have those. Yeah. So just doing that first. Mm -hmm. um, I always like to just remind everyone, you know, writing the book is one one pro one process within itself but editing is a process as well yeah. and it takes several stages uh, of editing there are three um different stages of editing that i personally offer mm -hmm. and those stages are developmental editing mm -hmm. line editing and copy editing okay and so depending on where you fall in that that's what i'm like this is a whole uh podcast by itself with editing depending on where you fall in that process will determine how much time is going to be invested, how much money is going to be invested in the process. Yes. Yes. But just know that editing is just not about correcting uh, your spelling or your grammar. Mm -hmm. I am really, as an editor, trying to make sure that you put out the best version of your book, which means, does it make sense? Does it have a clear purpose? Does the topic make sense? Are you telling me you're, you're writing about one thing, but then when I read it, you're writing about something else? Mm -hmm. Are there extraneous mm -hmm. details in there? Yeah. Meaning you're because sometimes when we're writing memoirs or we're writing about our life, we think every single detail about of our life needs to be included. And that's not right. true. Yeah. Because if you if some of that can be left out to keep the you want to keep your reader engaged. You want to create a page turner. But if yeah. you add a lot of fluff just for the sake of getting word count or, or increasing your word count, then mm -hmm. that's going to lose your reader. So my job is a very I'll just say being being an editor is a tedious job. You have to enjoy reading. You have to enjoy, and I, and more than just enjoying reading, I enjoy the process mm -hmm. because I, I really believe that writing a book is God showing you that he's doing things through your life. Yeah. Like I'm telling, you know, when people start that process, Miami, I tell them, look, you're not going to be the same person when this book is finished. Ooh, tell it. Mm -mm. You're not going to be the same person because mm -hmm. you're going through, it's like a, a butterfly or you're mm -hmm. going through transformation mm -hmm. and you're going to get frustrated. You're going to want to quit. You're going to want to throw the book and say, forget it. I thought this was a good idea, but I changed my mind. Yeah. That editing process will take you there. But if you stay the course, Mm -hmm. if, if you trust the process and, and the editor that you hired, because you want to yeah. make sure you have a good relationship with your editor, yeah. then yeah. that process you'll see at the end that it was all worth it. Everybody I've worked with mm -hmm. who has gone through extensive editing with me are now seeing the benefits of having a good book and getting the reviews and seeing people say, oh my God, this is such a good read. And I'm looking yeah. at them like, mm-hmm, that mm -hmm. easy read that y'all got sure wasn't easy, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> it sure wasn't easy to make. But yeah, so it's, it's a lot with the editing process, but let's just say it's one of those things that you cannot avoid when it comes to writing a book. Right. You being an editor and you see your clients starting to digress and, and not you know, moving forward, or, mm -hmm. or you're starting to see the procrastination. What are some of the coaching skills that you use to help them to move forward? Or is it is it just a word? Or what what when you start noticing it? Um, I sometimes tell them to take a break. Mm -hmm. It's okay to push pause because what happens is we're we're writing a book. Okay, I'm writing a book. I wrote the book. Here you go. Go through the editing stage. But then um, when you realize that it's not just me saying, okay, capital T, period, mm -hmm. when I'm telling you like, wait a minute, hold up, I don't understand what you're talking about here. Mm -hmm. I need you to dig, go back deep. I need you to go back to your notes. I need you to go back home to and revisit your home, um, your childhood home if you can, yeah. and get those raw emotions. So I help them to realize sometimes it can be overwhelming, so take a break. It's okay mm -hmm. to stop and hit pause. Yeah. Yeah. Don't set your release date yet. Mm -hmm. like, 
stop stop rushing the process. You can't tell me the baby because sometimes the baby is, is due on one day, but it doesn't come on that day. Absolutely. So let's not try to, you know, let's not try to rush the process. Mm -hmm. Another thing I do is is to get inspired. You know, I tell them to get inspired. And sometimes we wait for inspiration to come. Mm -hmm. And sometimes inspiration doesn't come. So what, you just going to be waiting? And yeah. there's a quote that actually says, you know, if you wait for inspiration, you're not a um, writer. If you wait for inspiration to write, you're not a writer, you're mm -hmm. a waiter. Uh, oh, wow. You see that? Yes, yes. So inspiration is what makes you get excited. For me, it's running in the morning. Mm -hmm. Running gets my creative juices flowing. It clears my mind. It's me. It's the pavement. It, it, it's it's God. It's right. trap music. I yes. mean, it, it, it's all of that. So yeah. um, that's what gets me inspired. Maybe going for a walk. Maybe turning on your favorite music yes. and dancing. Yes, just yes. taking a mm -hmm. mental break away from it. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is just realizing that sometimes maybe even getting advice from an unbiased uh, circle of friends or yeah. or circle of colleagues and not mm -hmm. everybody, you know, people that you can really trust that's not going to just blow smoke or say, yeah, this is good, but right. really give you some feedback. Um, I often suggest they do peer review, which mm -hmm. is where they divide their book in thirds and get you know, three people to read a certain part of that book yeah. and provide feedback. Yes. Do they have questions? Do they understand where you're going? Can they predict what's about to happen in the other chapters that they haven't read? Are they confused? Don't, and a lot of times we don't want to hear that though, Miami. We don't want to hear the truth. The truth really hurts us when we're just, we're just trying to help you to become better. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't want to hear that. And, mm -hmm. and that's where that, that review comes in. Whereas, mm -hmm. Like, okay, look, I kind of see where you're going, but you're not quite doing it. Right. So it's, be it's best for, for, for that peer review to give you those um, that feedback so that you can know how to move forward. And so those are just a few tips just for you to yeah. get that motivation back. Yes. Um, when you feel yourself being pro procrastinating, you need to set a writing schedule. Mm -hmm. You got a schedule every day that you go to work. You have a schedule with time you pick up the kids. You need to create a writing schedule and you don't find time, you make time. That's so right. if that means rising earlier in the morning before your house wakes up, that's how I wrote my book. Mm -hmm. I got up one hour, just mm -hmm. one hour. And yeah. that one hour a day helped me to, yes. exactly. Mm -hmm. Or maybe before when everybody goes to sleep, you stay up an hour. So right. um, that's another thing to help you with procrastinating. You really got to shift your mindset, though. That's why Absolutely. I really even encourage them to, any writer, to um, create a vision board. Yes. Really oh. see what you want your book to be. Really see the platform. Start dreaming big. Like, yes. I see myself on stage speaking about my book and mm -hmm. pulling those things, you know, pulling stories out of my book and, and sharing and healing and all of those things. Mm -hmm. That's going to help you to get the motivation and inspiration you need to to fight that procrastination and keep going. Absolutely. And you know what? I love your branding phrases um, that's associated to book writing and, and editing. Um, one of them is your book isn't going to write itself and always remember your why. Oh my gosh. I remember you used to tell yes. me that so much. Oh, so I've revealed it. This was my amazing editor, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I'm just this little country girl from the South, and I, I write just how I talk to you. So sometimes I could be just as country, but, you know, I can clean it up for you, too, now. So, <laughs> But, um, you know, she helped me. She exposed so much of me to myself. So I just wanted y'all to understand that, like, these brand phrases, really, when on her, go to her Instagram. What's your Instagram? It is Lakia Brandenburg, at Lakia Brandenburg. 
go to her Instagram and a lot of times when you look at when you're thinking about your process or you're taking your breaks just her inspiration along with her um, with her post each day remembering your why I remember I remember when you used to say that to me and I was mm -hmm. like wow that's that was just so powerful because it always mm -hmm. took me back why 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 am I doing this so mm -hmm. um, I just I just wanted to share that that I really do love those talk about how where did they come from what, what how did you get inspired to do those and you know what it all came from my own journey so when I felt that I needed to push just a little harder or um, I started helping and coaching others to write and I realized that they were giving up I'm mm -hmm. like wait a minute but why did you start yeah well, why did you start in the first place who mm -hmm. said it was gonna be easy just to, just because you came up with with the idea of writing a book doesn't mm -hmm. mean it's gonna be all rainbows and, and, and sunshine yeah. it's going to be a process so defining your why it's the conviction behind it because mm -hmm. if God most mostly everyone tells me God told them to do this mm -hmm. so if God told you to do it then you have to trust that he's going to show you and give you the provision to make it happen Come when on. you feel yourself getting um, frustrated when you feel yourself uh, that procrastination spirit seep in yes. you got to go back to why this is important my why was because women had to understand that just because um, they may have been in a failed relationship or maybe they didn't see a um, healthy example of what marriage could be, that they could create it. So yeah. I wanted women to get, I wanted to give them hope. Mm -hmm. I wanted to renew their hope and give them, I like, look, 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 I'm, I'm really doing it, y'all, for real. Every marriage out here is not suffering. Yeah. Every marriage is not negative. Every, you know, husband and wife aren't fighting and fussing and cussing. Like, I want y'all to see this. So when yeah. I thought about that, mm -hmm. that helped me to write. When I thought about my daughter, and it was it was just Demi at the time, before Lexi even came along, I thought about her. Yeah. Me leaving a legacy for her. Yes. Why this was important for me to set a foundation for healthy relationships so my daughter can be raised and, and know that, wait a minute, my mother and father, oh, my mother and father were great examples of what husband and wife look like. They yeah. were great examples, you know, they weren't perfect, they had their issues, yeah. but they somehow knew how to work together right. in those imperfections. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's why it is important to define your why, because you have to, when you want to quit, when you forgot why you started, go back to the beginning and allow that to pull you through those times where you feel like you want to give up. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So tell us, um, what is show, not tell? <laughs> Look at you with all the phrases. Now, show not tell. This is my favorite. So think about, I want you to think about someone telling you um, a story. So I can tell you right now, you know, I left the house. I went to the store, um, came back from the store, put up the groceries. Mm -hmm. Or I can show you that I went to the store. Okay. Um, you know, the, the sun was shining uh, brightly as I walked you know, briskly through the, through yes. the parking lot. You know what I mean? So yeah. you show not tell is basically being descriptive. Mm -hmm. You want to show meaning tap into the sensory details of your readers. Yeah. They need to be able to smell what you, what you're writing, right. to mm -hmm. see it, to feel it, to yeah. taste it. So in order for you to do that, share a story, yeah. you know, don't just tell me what happened, show me what happened. And so that's what really People remember stories. People remember and connect to characters. Mm -hmm. So if you're just telling me your life story, then it's boring. I'm gonna mm -hmm. be honest. It's not, mm -hmm. I don't wanna hear that. I want you to show me what you, help me to connect. Oh my goodness, you experienced what? And then I can now emotionally connect with you and look right. at my own life and say, wow, I can't yeah. imagine if that had happened to me. Or, oh, I remember when my cousin went through that. You know, so it, it helps you to connect the reader and engage the reader and hook the reader when you show and not tell. So I often say that whenever I'm reviewing a manuscript, 
yeah. um, for them to really tap into their creative side and just really imagine what was happening. Mm -hmm. Go back to that moment, describe how it felt, you know, what it looked like, what it smelled like, what time of day it was. What did the person, you know, describe what they were wearing? You know, all of those different things help to create a movie in your mind. Okay, see, I, I, you, you just make me speechless. I mean, just what? <laughs> you know, You know this, Miami. <laughs> you but know I, this. Even though I know this and you've told me and I've seen it in my own memoir, which mm -hmm. you put it over there on the side, I'm like, dang it. Look, first of all, I mm -hmm. used to go through my, like, how many, how many um, comments mm -hmm. do I have? <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. each That's edit, I used to thing. be like, oh, oh, my, no. God. oh my God. Miami, tell everybody the truth because I'm not your favorite person during this process. Oh, I'm honey, not. And no, I say it. I say, you ain't going to like me. <laughs> let me tell you. First of all, it's so funny when you just think that you're done when you when you first oh initially gosh. submit your first uh -huh. one, you just oh I just thought I was done. Mm -hmm. You know, she thought everything else. Let her fix all that mix capital T now. I had just begun my journey. I had not gone through what happened nope. within a year's time. So me thinking that I was all ready and she was gonna do the rest was did not happen. Let's just mm -hmm. say that. Mm -mm. It was work, and she made me work in it. But the 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 what I got out of it was I was able to. It was during that time my story revealed itself to me. I because I had no clue at the time. You just when you're on your journey, you don't know what's going on. You're just going through. You're just mm -hmm. allowing the spirit to help move move you and guide you and lead you to the other people that you're needing needing to be connected with right and um when i started finding all of these wonderful spirits and um people who i was who was also aligned to my story and i'm aligned to theirs i was able to put more you know add more to the book because like i mm -hmm. said i started in april with just what i had but it mm -hmm. was not the total finish of the ending of the product um but all along the way, every draft that we went through, you helped me clean it up. You helped me dig deep. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Okay, so why should we do, what should we do with those old journals that we have just laying around? Ooh, that, that, when I say those are books, those are books. And uh, some of the, the content may be able to be used because when you read Picture Perfect, uh -huh. uh, that is my my journal. That is my journal entry. Um, when you realize that, that's why we go back to the whole purpose of writing being uh, therapeutic. Mm -hmm. I went through, when I was trying to figure out, okay, well, where do I start? After I created my vision board, where do I get these ideas to, to write these chapters? And I swear the Holy Ghost said, go get your journal. I, like, it, it's yeah. just one of the, you know how you hear a voice, you, mm -hmm. you talking to me? Yeah. Go get your journals. And uh -huh. I went through, started looking through my journals, and oh, okay, that's when me and Derek broke up. Well, oh, I remember that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember how I ain't like him no more. I ain't want to be with him no more. <laughs> I wanted somebody else. So I went through all of these raw emotions, because, you know, in journals, we really write how we feel. Yeah. So I took those journal entries and turned those into pages and pictures perfect so if you have journals mm -hmm. that are are lying around you know pick them up scan yeah. them go through them reread them and see if any of that content aligns with your book idea if yeah. it doesn't align with it now maybe in the future but i mm -hmm. think there that's gold like that, yeah. that's that's content that's your book right there already in raw form it just mm -hmm. needs to be put together and polished all right now wh why does word count count Word count. Okay, so for, for those of you all who may not know, you know, your word count is how many words are on your paper. And I always say that, um, or, or within your document, I always say word count counts because when you're writing a book, your word count 
is converted into pages. Mm -hmm. So if sometimes people don't realize that, you know, 3,000 words may seem like a whole lot. You know, like, ooh, I done wrote this book 3,000 words. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now if we took those 3,000 words and converted it into an actual book, you got like six pages. So what are we doing here? Right. So you have to, I think it's important to understand not to get so caught up on mm. word count, but mm. I just need you to understand that at the end of the day, it does count. Some people are, are in the uh, this day and age, you know, we don't want to read 200 page books. A lot of people don't have time yeah. to do that. Um, Audio books are really, you know, popular these days. But most of my clients want to write a book no more than 150 pages, just to be yeah. honest with you. And so it's important that knowing that's your visual for your book, for me to give you some type of goal to, to set yourself when it comes to word count. So 25,000 to 30,000 words. That sounds like a whole heck of a lot of words, especially after you just wrote 3,000 words and you think you finished. Yeah. So I think it's important that you, of course, do all of the work on the front end. This mm -hmm. is where you are, again, brainstorming your ideas. You're looking at your chapters or your potential chapters. Like, what do I want to talk about? What are some things? Right. So for me, when I sat down to write Picture Perfect, I knew that I had the one touch on my childhood. So instead mm -hmm. of trying to come up with a name for the, the actual chapter, I just wrote childhood. Yeah. Okay? Just yeah. keep it simple. Um, mm -hmm. I knew I had to talk about my parents' marriage, so I wrote that. Then I started mm -hmm. thinking about, oh, I got to talk about my friends' marriages because when I saw them getting married, I got jealous. Yeah. So let me write about that. Mm -hmm. Let me write about, you know, how I thought that, you know, I was, Derek say, I, I think I'm hot chocolate. So how <laughs> I thought I was hot chocolate, it had to get my stuff together. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. wasn't ready to be um, a wife. In fact, I was more concerned with getting married. Mm -hmm. Did y'all catch that? Yeah. I was uh -huh. more concerned with being married than being a wife. So I wrote all of those things down and then I was able to pull from the experiences that I've had. Oh, I can yeah. tell them about the time that Derek came up to Maryland and surprised me. And that's when I knew our relationship was stronger than I thought. You know, yeah. and so I went back and mm -hmm. I showed you that story. I didn't just tell you. I went through the emotion of when I saw him and how I felt and what it looked like outside as we were celebrating my, my graduation and all of these different things. So um, when it comes to word count, in order to do something like that, you have to break it down per day. That's okay. one thing. That's mm -hmm. one strategy. I often tell my clients to write about 250 words a day. That's not a lot of words. Mm -hmm. That's a very small paragraph. Yeah. And if you think about it, that adds up quickly. By the end of the week, if you only write for, for five days, you have a thousand words. That's, so mm -hmm. so you got to look at it like that. It's, instead of being overwhelmed with the whole cake, like, okay, wait a minute, 35,000 words or 30,000 words, let's take it one day at a time. And I promise you that 250 words will turn into a thousand, a thousand will turn into five. And next thing you know, you have a 30,000 30, um, word count and you're ready to convert that into some pages that, you know, your book won't feel like a pamphlet. <laughs> you don't want that. No, we don't want that. So tell me, uh, why is it so important for an entrepreneur to write a book? Um, I think, honestly, books are the new business card. Mm -hmm. Books also, they they give you the stamp of approval. They, they, they deem you an expert in your field. And I think, honestly, it's another stream of in income as an entrepreneur. It helps you. It brings credibility to who mm -hmm. you are as an entrepreneur. Um, and I never, again, I didn't become an entrepreneur and didn't write a book. My book <laughs> became the passport to the life I want to live. That's yes. another thing I say. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that it opened up so many amazing doors. So even if you're not an entrepreneur yet, mm -hmm. even if you desire to, to one day maybe start a business, do know that your book is your business. Yes. Do know that your book, you become an entrepreneur. 
-hmm. And so now you're doing not just writing a book, but now you're looking at maybe creating courses from your book. Um, and that's what my book has enabled me to be, my, enabled me to do. Mm -hmm. My book has created speaking opportunities for me. I've been on TV, radio, podcast yes. interviews with, with Miami, you know, <laughs> all because I had a book. My book opened up those doors. I create, I have an um, exclusive online masterclass called Teach Me How to Be a Wife. That yes. came from my book. So all of these different uh, streams or different, um, different avenues that have come from my book made me an entrepreneur. Yeah. So that's why I think it's important. I think because the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it from that perspective, even if you are with you being an entrepreneur already, Miami, and seeing that this can create, not just, you know, more, it can create more awareness. Yeah. Um, and when you do different events, you have a product that yeah. you can sell. People can take a piece of you home with them. Um, now that you, you know, have somehow engaged them through your speaking engagement or whatever it is. So yeah. I definitely think it's a great opportunity for you to connect with people on a more um, a personal level and uh, just them showing, you showing them who you are in your field. Wow. So that's how your book will get you booked, y'all. Yes. All that yes. you just said. So, you know, before I let you go, and I'm just so grateful that you came on and you shared all of your knowledge with us. What has your attention in the writers or the editor or publishing world that you would like to change or bring awareness to? Um, I think, honestly, I love that self-publishing has um, skyrocketed, has taken off the way that it has because it puts the author back in control of their story. Mm -hmm. It allows them to share their story their way. And that's one thing, that's one reason why I started my own publishing company because I, I was rejected quite a bit. Okay. Um, when it came to writing, um, not that I was pitching my story to anybody, but just in previous years with, you know, me working for different magazine companies and things like that. And, um, I'm being rejected in that way. I didn't want to be rejected again. I didn't want people to tell me that my story wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. I didn't want somebody to try to make me change who I was, yes. um, even though that was my truth. And so it allowed me to take back ownership. So I honestly just think, um, if when it comes to the industry within itself, just really being crystal so clear on the process because a lot of people don't understand the, the, the process like it's a real process when it comes to actually putting out a, a, a quality book okay. not just putting out any old kind of book yeah. um, because self-publishing has a, a, a bad rep because of the type of books that we I can write a, a book about grass and just put it out and I have it edited and it can be on Barnes and Noble and Amazon tomorrow Ooh. so mm -hmm. I think that standard may need to change uh -huh. um but then again you know it's like wait a minute is it my prerogative to have errors and all that stuff or is that not standard you know should we accept that or should it not be accepted so yeah i think honestly that that would be my question just how can we streamline the the process a little more to where maybe um authors are have more um access to quality editors that are you know from affordable to even the the best-selling you know editors on, on new york times list you know like yeah. just making sure that that is available to them to where they can put out a, a product that is quality and that they'll be proud of so other than that i just embrace the whole self-publishing process because again you get to take complete ownership of your work and yeah. it, it helps you to establish yourself as um an entrepreneur wow okay thank you so much how can um my grief nation listeners uh reach you where can they find your information about your master class and um just all your streams of social media absolutely so on social media um as far as book editing is concerned you can follow me on instagram at lakia brandenburg but if that is too hard for you to spell go to the wife coach which is my other page which is the page that was actually birthed for my book 
um, and allowed me to start my platform as a wife coach where I am helping women to get rid of the fairy tale syndrome and create a more realistic version of marriage. And so I am coaching wives and wives to be. I have a six week online masterclass. All that information is on that page. So the wife coach and uh, Lakia Brandenburg on the other Instagram page. So if you need to contact me, my email address, all of that info is in my bio. So definitely shoot me a DM or email and let's talk about getting this book done. All right. Thank you so much, Lakia. I surely appreciate you coming on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, there you have it, Grief Nation listeners, and thank you for tuning in to Why Writing is Therapeutic with Lakia L.B. Brandenburg. Stay tuned for upcoming Grief Talk segments each Monday in the month of April. Love and light. I'm your Master Grief and Energy Coach, Miami Knight. Shop at my night collections where all things are decor. Get your bedding, draping, decor wear, event supplies, and more. Click shop and adore at my night collection decors.